0: Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, founder of Maximize Social Business, the Social Media Center of Excellence, and the Social Tools Summit, Neil Schaefer.
1: Hey everybody, this is Neil Schaefer, and welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. It was a crazy May and that's why this podcast is delayed a little bit. I was actually speaking at 10 different events in May in three countries, including Bucharest, Romania, where I spoke for five hours on social media, sort of like an, an hour and a half keynote on the latest trends, concepts, followed by a four-hour workshop on the social media platforms. And as I listen to my voice now, I realize that my voice is finally getting back to semi-normal. And probably if I listen to my last few podcasts, you'll, you'll hear a difference. So, you know, I always try to record these when I'm on the road. My apologies, I couldn't get one to you in Bucharest. It was a pretty amazing place the workshop was attended by i don't know about 125 people from brands like carrefour the the famous french supermarket, orange the telecommunications you know mobile provider as well as agencies as well as small businesses as well as social media professionals or freelancers so it was uh, it was really a great event and Obviously, when you look at social media around the world, it tends to be Facebook-centric in most countries that are just developing. Obviously, Facebook is the number two, number three most popular website wherever you go in the world, it seems, with the exception of some Asian countries, I digress. But clearly, everyone there was really Facebook-centric. You know, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, they're sort of out there, but not nearly as popular, obviously. And... You know, paid social is an important part of what these brands were doing as well. So it was really, really interesting to get a feel for the market there. And I think that, you know, if you're in one of those countries, you know, it's really hard to compete on Facebook when all the big friends are on Facebook, obviously. But, you know, you always want to keep your eye on those other networks and see where your community is. And, you know, after Bucharest, I went to United Kingdom and Liz Azian, a great person to follow. She's based out of London. She got a little get-together uh, together, <laughs> pun intended. And everyone that was at her get-together, maybe that was because it was part of her community, I don't know, was really in Instagram. And I think you can agree once you begin to use Instagram personally – it's a lot of fun, right? It's on your smartphone, you take a picture, you check out everybody else's pictures. And one of the people coming actually, she wanted to focus on Instagram as being her competitive advantage or just a way of differentiating yourself in the world of social media marketers. And the same thing can work for brands and there are ways to engage in Instagram. And I'm going to talk about that in future podcasts. I know I say that a lot. I got to listen. I got to go through all my transcripts and, you know, take count of where I said I was going to do it in a future one. And it's related to everything I've talked about today. I want to talk about content and you know, we know that social media marketing is not content marketing content in of itself is its own art, but In order to engage in social media, which is part content, part communication, businesses need content, right? And the content needs to be in different formats, in different lengths, different mediums, depending on the network and obviously our objective. So today is really to get you thinking about that content. Now, there's a few different approaches we can take here. And I'm going to start, okay? I'm going to do my traditional approach, but I'm going to first start with a really, really good comment or i should say quote or post that came out since my last podcast it came out from rand fishkin over at moz moz has been one of the the leading tools for seo but you know they've added social if you've ever used follower wonk which used to be its standalone twitter analytics tool moz bought them out they have a lot of great you know web seo social tools now uh, great site, I think it's like $99 a month subscription plan. But needless to say, they're really, you know, a, a great site with a great tool and a great blog. And Rand is sort of, you know, the chief officer there. And, and he's a great blogger. And he does these whiteboard Fridays where he talks in a video with a whiteboard and sort of sketches out his ideas. And he put on one recently about content. Um, and it's time to end the era of good content. And what he meant by that, it's a provocative title and all content needs a great title. So he definitely has it down there. So when you start watching the video or reading the transcript, what he's talking about is everybody's doing content marketing today. Everyone, really. There's so much content out there. And the more brands realize they need to do that, as not only for content marketing, but as part of their social media, obviously you have a supply and demand and there's just so much supply, but there's limited eyeballs on limited news feeds, right? And limited Google search results. Everyone wants to get to page one. So what Ram was saying was good content is not enough. Stop spewing out good content. The content almost needs to be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Hopefully you'll enjoy that. I... I unveiled that in my first speech at social media camp in, in Victoria, British Columbia recently for those that were there that are listening. That was a lot of fun. But anyway, it has to be legendary. It has to be epic. And what Rand says is look at like the top Google search results and basically find content that's, that's up there, like the number one result. And if you can't do anything better than it, and what he says, if you, if you cannot do something that's 10 times better than that content, don't. So as social media marketers, we're always in this, for lack of a better word, we're always in flux as to we need to stick with a certain calendar and and create a certain amount of content for minimal engagement. But on the other hand, we only want to produce high quality content. And I, for one, have been trying to get out of the, well, I need to block X times a week. And uh, although I try to, and the podcast is the same. You know, I do try to stick to the once a week podcast. Obviously, uh, I missed out on a week last week. And that's because, you know, if the content and the time is not there... Don't just do it for the sake of doing it. And it, it serves as a good reminder now. This is like your primary content, right? We have primary content and secondary content. Primary content is your blog content. It's content that leads people to your website. Okay, it could be infographics if it's linked to content on your website. When people click through on Pinterest, they get to your website. Or it's branded well enough so that when it's shared in social media, it'll... Drive people to want to go to your website. That's what I mean when I talk about primary content. And when we get above and beyond social media marketing, we talk about content marketing. We get some other things like you know white papers and eBooks and things you can download, and um, you know live events, webinars, and you know, Google Plus Hangouts and the whole bit. Uh, I guess Google Plus Hangouts now goes back into the social world. Webinars being that sort of traditional content marketing in in, in the non social world. So there's obviously a lot of things we can do. And what I want to begin with is, you know, I I want to begin with my process, and I'm actually working with a few clients right now, uh, going over this process of just making sense of all the content. Now, you may already be doing this, and if you've been listening to the podcast, this is like episode number 107 or 8 or 9 or something. (laughs) I've been talking about this for a while, so you're probably already doing it. But even if you are, I want you to take a step back. And first of all, I want you to look at what you have. A lot of companies have a lot of content they cannot leverage. I don't want you to reinvent the wheel. You know, probably the topic of my next book, which is undecided, though you'll see a few free ebooks coming from me, hopefully in the next few weeks, at least one of them, is about the process of social, social media operations, creating a social media system that makes sense. Part of the system is we want to have minimal effort to create the best and most awesome content. One of the ways we do that is we repurpose, we leverage what we have. If you have podcasts that you haven't repurposed in the blog posts, maybe a blog post that you haven't repurposed in a LinkedIn blog post. Maybe you have newsletter content. Maybe you have content from a few years ago that is still evergreen in some industries, right, that you can repurpose. I mean, I see Google search results sometimes from 2000 eight, nine, 10, 11, and it's still relevant because it's evergreen, and that's what evergreen means. It's it's four or five years later. If you're a consumer brand, the same thing. That recipe for, you know, lemon, strawberry, margarita that was a hit at the Super Bowl four years ago could be a hit today, right? So it's really about asset management and going in and cataloging all of your assets, setting them up for repurposing, and then having a system in place that allows you to continue the repurposing of that almost automatically in terms of a process. Now, when you do that, if there's not so awesome content, don't repurpose it. I'm only talking about the good stuff, right? So you don't need to do all of it, but it's gonna help. But it's the first step in creating an infrastructure and a process that's gonna help you going forward. And when you go forward, you plug everything you do into that process, right? So that's sort of the infrastructure. There's also the strategy, one of the things that I like to do with strategy is I will literally go to BuzzSumo, and it's a great tool if you don't know about it, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O, and I will plug in the keywords that I'm looking at what are the most shared posts in social media for certain keywords. You're going to see stuff different on Facebook than Twitter than LinkedIn and Pinterest. What's your community? Maybe if it's a Facebook specific post, you'll want to look at the Facebook shares. If it's more specific, the LinkedIn demographic, you'll want to look at the LinkedIn shares. But it's going to give you a really, really good sense as to what is popular. I'm all about data-driven social media marketing, and they provide you a lot of data. Now, specifically to Facebook, and I went over this with a client this morning, we can go to a product, a, a tool, for lack of a better word, called Post Planner. And Post Planner allows us to do this inside of Facebook, looking at photos, links. They also have status update ideas. But on the photos and links, we can once again get an idea using their algorithm as to how they rank the virality of different things in Facebook. But it's gonna give us a really, really good idea. And we may see things differently than we see on Buzzsumo. Obviously, Google search results is another one, right? Put in the keywords, what's showing up there? And with Google Plus and, you know, obviously the results that you see may not be the same that I see. So you probably wanna log in incognito. And if you don't know how to do that, just, you know, look it up on Google and you'll figure out a way to do it. But that's going to give you an idea as to, and you know, I should take a step back here in part of the terms of the strategy. And whenever I write a social media strategy, we always talk about keyword strategy as well. And the keywords you're looking at here for your content are different. I had this conversation just a little while ago this morning, the keywords for the content are different for the website. I am a social media speaker. I am not blogging about social media speaking, Right. Buffer makes a social media tool for scheduling posts. They don't write blog posts about social media tools, although sometimes they do. They write blog posts about how to be better at social media, social media productivity, social media efficiency. So it's not about those SEO keywords like, for me, social media speaker, social media consultant, whatever it might be, social media author. Those are links that we can put in different profiles around the web. And sometimes we put it in the byline of of our posting, right? Maybe sometimes we can fit it in. You know, last week as I did a a social media keynote speech, you know, hyperlink it to the event that I spoke at. You add those in. But we're talking about the content. People are searching for the content in order to find you, right? So what are those content keywords going to be that fit into your content marketing, your blog posts, the content that you share in social media? It helps you both curate as well as share relevant things that help you build a stronger brand so that when you do post your own content, you have a greater chance of having a bigger community and getting more engagement and ideally more traffic or whatever objective you have or more conversions with that content. So that's the infrastructure. That's the strategy. The execution is there's obviously a little bit more to it, you know, above and beyond that. We look at what are the categories of content or the content buckets, right? For those of you that at Red Maximize Your Social, you should be familiar with this. How do we align all that with our content buckets? Well, this is where you come out with the old color-coded editorial calendar and you put things in priority order and you basically fill in those blanks on each day of the week so that you know what you need to post now, with blog, YouTube, you know LinkedIn, blog post, infographic with these unique types of content, you're not going to be creating new things on a daily basis. you're going to be doing them on a weekly or monthly basis. but it's important to understand that you want to make content that's ten times better than anything else out there, and that should be the single most driving factor. The secondary content that you engage with, the curated content, you know on Facebook quote images or you know whatever it might be. The content that's not directly related to to that ROI that you indicated in your social media strategy, that's easy to continue to do on an ongoing basis, right? And part of, I should have mentioned when I talked about repurposing, is also repeatedly posting your own content in social media if it's evergreen. One of the reasons why I love Post Planner, and I'm going to be writing a blog post about it because Post Planner has truly helped me find my Facebook mojo and it took a while, actually it took a long time to find it after a concerted effort, but it's really helped me do that. And one of the functionalities that Post Planner has is the ability to repost things that you schedule in Post Planner. So Post Planner has a buffer-like functionality. You pick the days of the week, the times, you can also pick the type of content, photo, link, or status update. So when you add new photos or links or status updates, they basically go into the buffer and it automatically calculates everything for you. And then that's awesome. And it has the curation engine, which is awesome. But the killer functionality that it has is when you post something in the queue, you can decide to re-queue it after it's published. Now, the client that I was talking to this morning, they do a lot of newsjacking. It's not evergreen content. It's content where they want to publish it in the first 24 hours and that's it. But they also are creating evergreen content. And it's the evergreen content that... If you posted monthly, look, you know, even for my most popular Facebook post, and I just actually published a review of Agora Pulse on Maximize Social Business, where I share some of the stats. So you can actually check it out and and see. I think my most popular posts got 40% of my fans solid in terms of organic impressions. So that's awesome. So I have like 6,000 fans, 2,200, 2,300, 2,400, got to see it. But that's... 3,600 that didn't get to see it at any given time. And you're getting new fans every day, right? Or you should be. So when you look at it that way, and it's the same thing with Twitter, it's almost a best practice to tweet the same thing a few times. And if you use Buffer with the Chrome extension and you use their power scheduler, which is another awesome tool, uh, it'll actually suggest post now, post in eight hours, post tomorrow, post a week from now. So that's indicating after you tweet, you should tweet at least three more times. Some people do more. Some people do less. But with Facebook, don't be afraid to repost that content again. And this is where you become less reliant on always having to create mediocre content to fit an editorial calendar. And you begin to scale because you're reusing content. You you're, you're repurposing content. You're also reusing content to fill the engagement, the regular engagement needs that your social media channels have. And I've found it to be quite successful. In all honesty. Not only on Twitter, but on Facebook as well. Haven't done it as much on the other channels, but I do know people even on Google Plus that'll post the same thing twice. They'll come back maybe a month later, give some time separation. And, you know, not everybody's seen all the content all the time. Even my client was saying, hey, you know, this is newsjacking. It was a week old. We published it. It's been one of our most popular posts. Well, not everybody is seeing all the news within 24 hours. If, you know, if President Obama said, I'm going to declare nuclear war, you'll probably see that news within 24 hours. But for all the other things that are happening in the world, you don't have to, like, do it within an hour unless, you know, really becoming the Associated Press or some news authority is your goal. You can wait a little while. You'd Be surprised with the results. So you begin to revive or to tweak your social media content marketing, for lack of a better word, by following this, right? By first of all, cataloging your assets as part of your infrastructure. Number one. Two, creating this system of repurposing. Three, creating a system of reusing. So maybe on Twitter, you don't have edge rank, so it's not as important. But on Facebook, you really want to Get some metrics down as to your average organic reach or average engagement. And when something goes over it and that content is evergreen, why not republish it again, right? And then we have our keyword strategy and content strategy, which is, you know, This is going to be driving everything that we do. And then we have the actual execution of that in an editorial calendar, which for the content should be easier once you start using the philosophy of reusing. And there's other things we can use to help us scale without our own content and content creation. One of the easiest things that we can do, which I recommend for all my clients, you've heard the term influencer marketing, influencer outreach. I just offered a tip to Simply Measured. That was published a few days ago. You should check that out. I posted it. Both on my personal Facebook wall, Neil Schaefer, as well as Maximize Social Business, but you should take a look at some of the tips there. But you know, one of the things they said in the article was that sixty percent of businesses are looking to increase their influencer marketing budget in two thousand fifteen, and it's all part of leveraging the other. Those of you who have seen me speak know that as a brand. As a business, it can be lonely out there. Let's get the help of others, whether it be employees through employee advocacy, fans through brand advocacy, or, quote-unquote, influential people in our industry through influencer marketing. So one of the easiest ways you can start an influencer marketing program after you choose those people that you think are influential to your target audience is to send them social signals by sharing their content in social media. And when you share it, you share it in a way so it shows up as an ad mention, it shows up as an engagement, and maybe you offer a little bit more so that when they see that pop up in their dashboard, they have a little respect for you instead of just someone that is retweeting everyone else's stuff without adding any original comments or content. It's gonna help you get a leg above the competition. It's gonna help you curate great content And you are building a rapport with influencers as you do it. And I think that was the message of the tip that I contributed to that Simply Measured post that you should definitely check out. Hey, we covered a lot of ground today as, you know, whenever I talk about something like content, which was the original theme of this podcast, there's so much associated with it that ends up coming out in this free-flowing conversation that I hope you enjoyed. You know, my podcast, my mission really is to provide this sort of free-flowing, unstructured, I know some people do it the other way around and they'll write a blog post, then they'll they'll sort of create a podcast around the blog post. I am the opposite of that. I create these podcasts based on my experience. They're very much in the moment, in the spur of the moment when I'm working with a client, uh, when I have an aha moment, an, an epiphanal moment. These are the things I want to share with you. And today, it was content. Thank you, as always, for listening. I appreciate your comments. I know there's a lot of you listening, and I'd really appreciate your help. If you have the time to just go out there on iTunes, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And if you could write a little review to recommend this to others, that would be really, really incredible. I'd be incredibly grateful. So feel free to reach out if you want me to cover anything in this podcast. And wherever you are in the world, well, first of all, make it a great June. But wherever you are in the world, make it a great social day. Bye-bye, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate all of your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Please also make sure to check out Neil's new community, the Social Media Center of Excellence at socialmediacoe.com, as well as Neil's first social media event, the Social Tools Summit, which will be in Boston on May 12th and in the Bay Area this fall. Thanks again and make it a social day.